0: Welcome to the Chiropractic Life Podcast, where I'm delighted to sit down and create a platform for our team members to share their role, where they are now, and their lessons along the way. My name is Dominic Fulm, and I'll be your host for today. Hey guys, welcome back to the Chiropractic Life Podcast, also known as Table Talks. I am pretty delighted to have Linda Smith join us today. Um, I was going to do a little bit of an intro, but we... It's a bit refreshing today because we usually interview chiropractors and I always like interviewing someone who isn't a chiropractor, but associated with a chiropractor because there's always some place to learn and to, to make sure that we understand exactly how much work gets done in the background. So Lyndon Smith, thank you so much for your time and welcome to the show.
1: No problems. Thanks, Dom, for having me.
0: That's okay. And how, how's your day been? How's your week been actually? I think day is a bit too, too micro for, for, for what's going on.
1: Uh, it's been a flat out week Uh, ever since i've started with Life, every week's been a flat out week yeah some weeks sort of more so than others so currently we're um in the background working on adam um heading to new south wales to talk with some of the team there and to do some screenings and to do some dinner with the docs and what have you so you know managing that we've got a lot of new cas starting Mm. um you know we're currently doing a bit of a restructure so it's been epic (laughs)
0: that's awesome that's great to hear i think obviously the weeks are just jam-packed, especially with Adam's move into New South Wales to do, um, to I guess be more engaged with the practices around there and being more engaged with the chiropractors down there as well. Um, Are you excited for him to go down? Do you think, how do you think it will go?
1: Um, I think it's really positive, particularly for um, the practices that he, that he is actually going to, because um, I think just as the boss showing, you know, being in the practice, the energy that he brings, he brings massive energy. So Mm. Yeah, you know, that's a fantastic thing, you know, and I, I just think it's good for people to see him.
0: So, yeah. you know, absolutely. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. Yes. Um, and it's always, you know, as I can't speak on behalf of other chiropractors, but I know that if he was coming up to visit me, there's always a, a sense of like anxiousness and a bit nervous about him being there. But when he's actually there, you start to realize why, why you work for him. Yeah,
1: that's right. It's not a
0: scary thing. Actually. It's a good thing. I think so. Yeah. Only, only good things can come from it. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad that he has the time to actually get out of practice and do it uh, because he's been going pretty flat chat and practice. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's definitely, um, I think it'd be good for him as well, as yeah. well as everyone else in New South Wales. I think it'd be a very good thing for him. Um, I, I just want to just sort of get straight into it. Firstly, and first foremost, we want to be sort of present and, and obviously just tell the people within a company or the people who are working for us, um, what you do for us and your role here at chiropractic life. So I guess, What do you do, Linda?
1: Okay, so technically the title is Senior HR and Culture. Mm -hmm. Uh, What that looks like varies on a day-to-day. So basically I I think my biggest role is to advocate for the people in the company. So everything's to do with the people, um, that's me. So I usually have my fingers in a lot of things just to make sure that the people aspect is running smoothly, um, that people are cared for and that they're supported. So that's my big goal. Yep. um it's a massive company lots mm. of parts lots of states lots of people so mm. yeah you know, it's important that so there's someone there to care for everyone and like that's like, like
0: the company Mum, dom <laughs> uh, I, I think you'd be you'd put that perfectly into especially with the, the last sentence <laughs> uh, i think one of the things that i sort of want to ask is obviously you, you, how, how long have you been working for chiropractic life now uh
1: since october since so october
0: six months yeah. so Coming into the the company, obviously, with uh, with, uh, um, a a number of of, of chiropractors that work for us, um, you sort of had to build the relationship from scratch, correct? Um, How did you sort of – were you nervous going into that, do you think?
1: Oh, Look, part of me was because it's a different role, but part of me wasn't because I've been around chiropractors forever. So chiropractors are friends and family, so – um, I guess understanding pyros, that doesn't bother me as much. Um, and it's always exciting to meet new people. So I actually like to have a bit of a chat. Sometimes I can be a bit too chatty, so I apologise everyone. But you know, <laughs> I, I'm like a, a bit like you, you know, with this podcast, getting to know people and understanding what makes them tick. Um, I love that aspect. So it's actually
0: a joy to do. So That's I- awesome. Um and how, how did you sort of tackle that? Was, was it the initial email? Was it a phone call? with everyone? I remember when you first came in and you actually gave me a call and we had a, such an amazing chat and, and, and just knowing that, number one, you cared and number two, you're making the effort to actually know your people. So um, how did you find that sort of process? Well,
1: it got expedited because of all the mandates. So yes. I got to know people pretty well pretty quickly because of those mandates. Um, I didn't get to call everyone in the way I wanted to because of that. It created a, a large volume of work, but where I could, I've been calling people just to have those one-on-ones. Um, but yeah, as I said, the mandates, I got to know people pretty quickly. There's nothing like health conversations to get to know people. Um, yeah. and where they stand. So that was probably, um, not, not just stressful, but it was of benefit too, because it made my transition to the company uh, probably a lot faster and a yeah. lot
2: Yeah.
0: I think I completely agree with that. And, I, and this question is really, is actually like one of the things that I'm just personally curious. You obviously joined in October where there was probably the miss of COVID re- regulations and things were changing rapidly and it was going to be affecting the company, not just our company, but company nationwide, for example. Um, can you be prepared for that kind of stuff, walking in straight away into that, or is it something that you sort of had to learn along the way?
1: Uh, I think coming from the ACA, so I came from the association. So we've been doing COVID for two years already. Um, mm. So in terms of being across it, it, it was a massive benefit to have that experience. Um, rolling out mandates, I don't think there's any getting prepared for them because every state was different. And that was the frustrating thing is, and then trying to understand the bureaucracy and the minutiae of the mandates, because a lot of them weren't well-written. Mm. Um, you know, that was probably the challenging bit is, you know, what does this actually mean? Um, mm like on the ground. So I think I was probably as well positioned as I could be, mm-hmm. um, but there was never preparing for
0: it. <laughs> I, I mean, it was crazy to think about it. It, it was generally like you, like a Twitter account. You generally yeah. had to have to check updates constantly, like literally, and things would change super quick. And um, not only do you have to check that you have to properly communicate that with certain practices and certain chiropractors as well. Um, what do you think, what personality trait do you think is really important in being able to, to obviously give people bad news, <laughs> unfortunately, because I, I almost felt like that was part of it for a long period of time.
1: Yeah. I kind of felt like the grim reaper for quite a while. Um, <laughs> I can't look, and, and you know what? I have to be honest. I had my moments where I was in tears because yeah, well, I suppose in terms of my worldview, um, what, what has gone on, hasn't been congruent with that. It mm-hmm. does make me teary. I'm even teary now um, because you know, I just don't think that um, as a country that's what we stand for, making people do things, you know, with their health. So delivering that took a toll, um, mm. I have to say, but I always just tried to be very sympathetic and understanding and I was trying to meet people where they were at genuinely, you know. And I think that the lovely approach with Cara Life, like it hasn't been easy, but the approach has been to respect people's right to choose yeah. Um and that's kind of what we we had to stand behind. I mean as a business, there was a certain stand that we had to take, and we just our hands were tied, we couldn't mm. um you know we, we we couldn't find wiggle room you mm. know everywhere and um you know I, I guess in in the health space, there is an expectation that you know that we will comply
2: with those kind of mandates, yeah
1: so. It was trying to find that balance between being compliant and, and following things, but also just giving people the time and space to make their own choices yeah. uh, and to, you know, to reconcile, you know, what was going on. So some people it was it was an easy decision, others it wasn't, and it was mm. just trying to support them through that. Um, you know, we had to redeploy some people, so being able to do that, the benefit of a company this size, you know, we, we were able to redeploy some people. Some people walked away and that's always hard when you have people that, you know, that walk away um, and that takes a toll on everyone.
2: You mm. know?
1: So um, I, I think that the, the good thing about though, is such a supportive environment and I just felt so well supported, you know, and I had people just saying, are you okay? Um, you know, mm. and not even knowing me and that was really great. So, yeah.
0: I, I think the constant, <laughs> uh, that's one of the, the one of my favorite things about working for this company is the constant check-in points, I think. Look, it can always be better. Like, I mean, you know, and everyone's subjective in terms of what they want to do. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the constant check-in points, especially for someone new as well, where you don't really have that relationship at the start, the check-in points I think is is quite impressive, and it's definitely helped me you know, and, and along with a lot of other people like yourself along the way in terms of being like, look, we're a team. We're gonna do this despite everything else. We're a team. Yeah. Uh, I actually, uh, again, very, very interesting topic. And I just wanted to sort of delve more into this, if that's okay with you. Do do you think, because you said that it did take a toll on you, for example. I I just wanted to sort of delve into that a bit more. Was the toll the fact that it was the the government regulation was changing all the time? Or was it being able to like put yourself in other people, other chiropractors or other businesses shoes along the way that really kind of drained you or was it both?
1: I think it's absolutely both. Mm. So you know, keeping up to date with um, you know what are we six states worth of information? That's yeah, massive. It's uh, massive. And, it was, and it wasn't just mandates. You know, it was everything from you know masks in practice, um, borders. Borders was a massive one. Mm. You know, people that move a lot. Um, you know, just just understanding what that looks like, and it was changing daily. Isolation. Mm. Uh, you know, what to do if someone has COVID you know, all of those things, it's been, um, that's, that part's been an adventure. So a lot of reading, a lot of wading through government documents and they're not, they're, if you've ever read one, they're not, um, fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's
0: definitely <laughs> and, not Harry Potter, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> it's okay, okay I tell you, you know, and so, you know, multiple times we've had to get legal advice because, you know, what the governments have done uh, um, is that they're trying to be responsive and I get that, but they have often not supplied, you know, really good information for businesses. And the businesses are the ones that are having to actually do it. Yeah. And so, you know, just the, the moving parts in terms of, you know, the HR aspects, the, the legal aspects, the privacy aspects mm. and all the mandates, it's been it's been a little bit more complicated. And, you know, I sometimes produce an email and I think, oh, actually about 20 hours of work have gone into this email. <laughs> yeah. I was reading and I,
2: yeah.
1: oh, this person, that person. And, you know, and, and I'm happy that I'm able to do that for you guys so that you guys can just focus on, you know, looking after communities. Mm-hmm. And that, that's how I, I take it. I mean, from the emotional aspect, um, you know, I, I I just found it really hard. Mm-hmm. Know, I politics, Dom, um, at university. So um, I love Australia. I love the, the democracy that we have. And just to see the way things have rolled out, um, I suppose at that personal level in terms terms of what I believe, I've been finding that challenging. Um,
0: Yeah, for sure. Reconcile that. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And and I think another thing to add into that is is also towards the, the, the back end of all that was you're also dealing with people who were sick.
2: Exactly. You know,
0: and that, 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 that would be tough because obviously you always, we're always looking at the bigger picture, like the bigger picture, bigger picture. But when you actually individually know the person and they, they get there, they can't work and they're actually quite ill. Like how was that sort of dealing with that in the back end of things after everything else that was going on?
1: Well, it all kind of hit at once. We had mm. a two week window in January. I'm calling it COVID January. Um, everyone <laughs> knows me. It, it, it's, that's what I refer to it as. We had 14 chiros out of practice. So, you know, that's a significant chunk of our Cairo workforce.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And we had a decent chunk of our CA workforce out as well. So Mm -hmm. um, we had to innovate. You know, the training team were amazing. They were rescheduling books left, right and centre. They were, you know, Mm -hmm. new staff around. You know, everyone pitched in. And, and, and again, it's one of the things in this company that I love is that we had CAs going, you know, driving hundreds of kilometres to fill shifts. We had, you know, DCs jumping in and helping out their colleagues. Um, you know, and and as I said, this amazing training team that were just mm. getting one in the back end. Um, mm. You know, so, yeah, I, we've got processes now. We didn't really have a plan for that because we didn't expect it to just be like everyone caught it,
2: you yeah.
1: know, um, isolating. And then during that period, then you had um, all the government stuff that was changing. So the way that people were testing was changed. Um, the isolation periods kept changing. The close contact definition kept changing. And they said, um, sort of nationally, Hey, you know, we're going to do this and it's going to be all standard, but it wasn't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. Was, it was, yeah.
1: yeah. And, and as you say, people were
0: unwell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that, that, that was probably the the thing that I wanted to ask because I think when, when you have people within your four walls that were unable to work cause they were actually ill, um, mm. you know, it's, it's hard not to take that to heart. If that makes sense. It's not, not to wear that you know, after hours. And so, I guess the next question I want to ask is again, being very curious about the situation, like it was here, there everywhere. And it, it was definitely, it wasn't linear for for every step we took forward. We took a couple of steps backwards and then we had to sidestep here and there. Did you, did you ever felt like there was just directionless? Like did you just felt lost and how, how did you sort of overcome that feeling if you did do that?
1: Um, I don't think I felt lost I, because I think that the team just pulled together so beautifully mm-hmm. that just. We just focus on next, 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 yep. and um, and that's the only approach. Look, we dropped some balls. There were some things that we had to prioritize um, during that time, and, you know, sometimes that can be really hard because you've got going in the back of your mind, oh, I should also be doing this. Mm. Um, you know, but look, I think that we got through it really well. We had some systems in place that helped that, um, you know, and as I said, we've got an amazing team in place.
2: So,
0: mm. yeah. And I think for for the most part, sometimes it's just it's just the best thing to do is just make peace with it. Yeah. Um, there's, there's there's very little we can do sometimes when regulations are so strong and things are changing constantly. There's um very little that that is in our control.
1: Yeah, and as I said, you just take that next approach. What's next? Mm-hmm. What's the next thing? And you know, we're just trying to keep the practices open so that because it's so important that when all this is going on, that you know that your people are being looked after. You know. Yeah. The, practice because you know during times like everyone's so stressed yeah you know chiro is just amazing like it's yeah
0: and what we through sort of you've been around chiropractic for an extended period of time correct yes i have and let's, let's let's explore more about that if that's okay so how long have you been sort of around chiropractic for do you think
1: so i have been a patient since i was 10 years old Yep. so I'm a resolved scoliosis um, yep. that's what I call it um, so my mum took me to see a car because I had a scoliosis and they wanted to put me in a brace um, and she said no that's not going to happen because back then and I'm not that old but back then <laughs> ugly, ugly not those really nice neat ones that ScoliCare care have now um, and and the other alternative was painkillers and I don't do painkillers very well like mm. else, you know, I take one paracetamol and I'm like asleep mm. so so, um yeah went to see the Cairo and had great results um and then i met adam um who is a Cairo.
0: yeah
1: so in, uh, he was in his first year of university um at macquarie Yeah. um he, he said to him you know what he's studying and he said chiropractic and i was like oh i love my chiropractor well um, and i think that he was just shocked that i knew what a chiropractor was <laughs> yeah. um yeah and then just obviously from there um you know married adam and you know went on the journey with him in terms of um Him completing five years of study and, you know, having a family in and around that. And then we, then we um, headed overseas. And so, yes, I've done a lot in chiropractic. Mm. Uh, I pretty much most things except being a chiropractor,
2: Yeah,
1: but I'm okay with that. You guys can keep it. I'm, I had a dream once. I'm not a good neck adjuster in my
0: dreams. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry. I'm not good in my dreams either. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, So, Oh, like it's just a truly amazing story just ha- having chiropractic care from such a young age, then meeting your, you know, your future husband, love of your life, who was also a chiropractor. And you, you mentioned that you guys did um, venture overseas. So, so where did you go and how far after uni was that um, when he completed his degree?
1: So it was probably within about oh, only a couple of months after he graduated. So he did a locum in Perth because my parents were in Perth at the time. And he went over early. And I stayed in Perth with the kids. So we were in Scotland. Um, probably, it would have been, he, he probably started within about four or five months of graduating, to be honest. Yeah, wow. Um, he went over and did the test because at that stage, they had a massive test of competence um, and set up. And we we lived in a place called Newton Burns in Scotland, which is just south of um, Glasgow. So we mm. had only eight years.
0: Yeah, wow. Um, eight years. Were you working over there as anything to do with chiropractic over there or were you sort of just going on with your sort of your, 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 different professions?
1: I was definitely working. So <laughs> uh, you know, as most Cairo wives, like, so I'll put the Cairo wife hat on Cairo wives, Cairo partners, cause it's not just wives. Um, there's a lot of women in the profession. Um, we're awesome. I'm just going to say, that. <laughs> so, you know, painting practices, cleaning out practices, you know? Um, so look, once we, once we did the setup, I worked as a CA for a bit. Yeah. Wow. Well. Not always with Adam, but with the other chiropractor because there were two chiros um, in the practice. Um, I, you know, I did some, a little bit of training with some of the, you know, the team there. Um, I was recruiting chiropractors for a while,
2: yeah, um, wow.
1: taking them through the process of getting into the country. Um, you know, we had a, a program that we set up that was like a mock test of competence that we said so that we could get people through that test. Yeah. Wow. We worked for um, Glasgow Chiro, which at the time was the largest chiropractic um, group in the UK.
0: Yeah. So
1: 20, 21 practices in uh, Scotland and Northern
0: England. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So. That's, a, that's a fairly impressive um, resume, if that makes sense. Like, I mean, I, I guess I, I knew the extensive background, but it, it's always really nice and refreshing to be able to hear that from you as well and, and your sort of um, contribution towards our profession. Um, but also being able to support people who, who want to be in, in a, in a big company, a chiropractic company, you know, your heart's definitely in it. And you were doing that for eight years overseas, you know? Yeah. So, um, was it, was it a hard decision to go over there or like how, how did, was it your idea or was it his idea? Like what, what what's going on here?
1: No. So look, Adam worked for a chiro and he's, he's a long-term patient, you know, from, from childhood. Um, yeah. and, And the amazing thing, like one of the things I love about chiropractors, so generous, particularly with students. And so as a student, this chiro that he worked for, um, he sent Adam to all these different seminars. And so one of the seminars that he went to was an SOT one up up here in in Queensland. Um, And then Adam went up to DG and he he brought Adam to DG. Mm. Um, And for those that don't know what DG was, you know, you are missing out. It was great. Dynamic growth, run by um, ASLF, fantastic. Um, and so he met Clayton Perks, who's, um, the chiropractor that owned this group there and, um, he went and observed and he came home and he said, how do you feel about going to Scotland? <laughs> like, Absolutely. Let's do it. Um, so we had, um, Connor who was, oh, I think he was about three when we started to make plans and, um, not long after we were expecting Riley. So we moved across with two children, had one. Wow. Open. Yeah. So it was really easy um, decision because we'd always wanted to travel. Yeah. Uh, you know, I studied politics, as I said before, and I um, was doing international relations, doing my masters in international relations at the time, and I'd always wanted to live overseas.
2: So
0: yeah. yeah. So, you, so <laughs> you're obviously balancing all of that as a CA, but one of the things is that you were also a mother of two or three.
1: A two, and then we had one in Scotland. Exactly.
0: So three. Yeah. So wow. <laughs> and, and you stayed there for eight years. Like eight years. Like I mean, what, what was what, what was your favorite? I guess, memory from, from being over there. I mean, eight years is a long time. So you probably have a, an extensive list of them, but like, I, I just, I'm just really curious because I, I don't actually know anyone who's, who went to Scotland to work over there. So.
1: Look, um, we had such a great community. So that, that was one thing, you know, a mm. lot of, cause we were all over there without family. We became, we became family.
2: Yeah. And so,
1: you know, some of the guys that oh, I just love catching up with all the guys that came through at that time. Cause our our model was we had a lot of Australian carers because the Australian carers were graduating a lot stronger than the UK graduates. So they were in demand. They'd come over and do their two year working holiday, um, you know, and, and some people would stay for longer. So just that family, we had a really good family vibe mm. going on. Um, probably my best memory though was when we came back because we traveled for well over four months and we did most of Western Europe and then came back through the States before mm. we landed in Australia. So just the the trips, the travel, because everything's so close.
0: Yeah, you know, particularly yeah.
1: the world the way it is now. So,
0: do you, do you think? Um, oh, absolutely, you got to be grateful because I mean, I mean, if you went this time in this climate, it'd be a t- totally different story, hey? I'm
2: already the same experience.
0: Exactly. Yeah, probably the exact opposite, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was it? sort of what was it like sort of raising kids and traveling at the same time and being in a different environment, knowing that their, you know, their auntie, their grandparents were around, like, was there, was there a certain challenge there or was it a really, I guess, a, a more resilient project for them?
1: Um, it was actually okay. Like we, we missed family and it was hard when stuff was happening at yeah. home. Getting back was really hard, you know, cause it's a massive flight. Mm.
2: It's
1: expensive. Um, I guess the hardest point, you know, was, you know, if you had kids that were sick and you were trying to juggle all these things. But as I said, we had that Cairo family, which were fabulous. Yeah. And all on people. And we had lots of really good friends over there. I mean, Scottish, the Scottish people are just like Australians. You know, they love, yeah. you know, they they love people. They just, yeah. And, and they're so warm and embracing. So we didn't have issues on that front. Um, juggling it all. I don't, I can't remember how we did it to be honest <laughs>
0: We just made it work step by step. It's
1: probably just the next, next,
2: next.
1: And the wonderful thing about Cairo is it's so flexible. So you know, you, you're not working traditional nine to fives. You're not working. You know, you can you can take some hours out to go and do a school concert. You know, you can.
2: Yeah.
1: So that kind of really worked. really Just yeah, worked well for us. And just just being able to travel, I don't yeah. know, we were just so happy over there. to mm. be honest. I Loved it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you were there for eight years and, and it's one of the most powerful things you said was the sense of community was actually one of your fondest memories. And yeah. that's definitely my fondest memory of being up here in Catherine. You yeah. Know, that, that's, that's one of the main things that has, has kept me here for four years. You know, we, we, I was thinking about maybe, maybe we'll do it for a year and I've been here for, you know, four, four and a half years. And one of the main things on why I'm here is because the sense of the community, you know, everyone loves each other and everyone's always willing to help out. So, um, super refreshing to, to be able to hear that from you. And it would have been 10 times higher for you because you weren't just in interstate, like you were in a completely different country. So uh, that, that's, um that's a very, very awesome thing to hear.
1: I'm also going to put a plug in. I still think that you should run for <laughs> uh, yeah, mayor out there. Um, I've been talking about, you know, fridge magnets. So you know,
0: to support that. that'll be future um, future Dom's decision. I think
1: well, Dom, I also think, and I don't know if, if it's the same for you, but when you don't have your family around to sort of fall back on, you, you kind of make the effort to get out there more too and to be part of the community a bit more. So- for
0: sure, for sure. And chiropractic is a, is a really good way of being a part of the community, you know, because you're seeing referrals, you're seeing people of all different professions, you're seeing people of all different demographics. Like we definitely aren't selective in who we help, you know. And the the, the visionary thing, which is, you know, maybe not the same for other chiropractors but for, for me, is like just try to help as many people as you can in the community. Yeah. Um, um, and in order to do that, you have to really care. And what cares brings love and love brings relationships. So I think that's, um, I think that's, um, and I, I've met Adam, obviously, um, uh, your, your lovely husband. I, I know he would have looked after his community really well. And you too. Yeah. No,
1: um, we, and, you know, we, we just had such a great time because chiropractic probably, I reckon at the time we're over there about probably about 10 years behind Australia in terms of uptake. Mm. Um, We used to get so many phone calls from people who wanted their feet done because they thought we were chiropodists. Um, (laughs) um, So just, just explaining that, you know, uh, there was such an education aspect of it, which was, was great. Yeah.
0: Mm. And it, it, it made people, I'm assuming it would have made people engaged and and curious, if that makes sense, because, you know, Honestly, the, the easier, it's harder when people come in, coming in and be like, I've been seeing chiropractor for years. It's actually harder to get, gain that connection um, yes. when someone who's like, you know, really not sure what you do, but actually open-minded and curious, um, you got their engagement and it's way more powerful to build a relationship for sure. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, so eight years, um, come back to Australia. Yeah. Um, how long have you been in Australia now since, since, since returning?
1: Ooh, we're coming up for 10 years this December. 10
0: years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I, I understand that you're in Queensland at the moment. Were you always in Queensland since you've been back or? Yes. Yeah, we yes.
1: Knew and The plan was originally to go back to Canberra.
0: Yeah. Um, okay.
1: My family are up in Queensland and there are a few things going on. That's the main reason we came back. We got to that point where our eldest Connor was about to start high school. Yeah. And we've got... We had boundaries, I suppose, about him moving for high school. We never wanted that to happen for him mm-hmm. to sort of have to move country. Um, in addition to dealing with being a teenager, so we had to make that hard decision. And there was, you know, as I said, a bit going on back here. Um, my mum has Parkinson's, and yeah, well, and so there was some other family stuff going on. We just felt we had to be back. Well, I felt particularly that I needed to be back here because, you know, it, as I said, it's so far away. Jump on a flight in an emergency—it's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah, and. You know, it was just it came down to that choice of, you know, I
0: need to be here. So, yeah. got to be yeah. present, gonna be there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And the times you going, you know, you're not going to get back. So, um, yeah. No, I think I think life changes when family's in the equation. You now, deci- decisions yeah. oh, and perspective definitely change. Yeah. Um, you came back to Australia, and obviously you worked for the ACA. Um, yes. if you don't mind, I. I, I and one of those people that you emailed when you were in the ACA and the, one of those people that never replied, <laughs> never replied. To it. Um, tell tell me how long were you there? Let's just delve into that. If that's okay with you.
1: Um, I started with the ACA. I'm trying to think of when it was actually, it was probably 2014 because I took 12 months out just to get the kids settled and in yep. school so that Adam could have the, the space to, you know, get into practice and start building. Yep. Um. So yeah, from 2014 through until last year. So I was heading for what nearly, I was probably most of the way to eight years because it was started 2014. So I worked for the Queensland branch um, yep. prior to, because there was a bit of a restructure. So I started off just doing it casually just to help out in the office um, yeah. to get out of the house. Mm. Um, so my... I suppose my main responsibilities to start off with were membership. And then because I had that government um, training, it was, you know, to to start to build some of the advocacy side of things um, in Queensland. And then um, it just went from being a, a bit of a part time casual thing to full-time. And then I was running the show. Wow. Yeah.
0: Nothing-
1: yeah. And then we restructured and I ended up as the regional manager for Queensland MT.
0: So Pretty amazing. Hey, from, from just being like, I just need to get out of the house and do some yeah. administration to the regional manager.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, to, to Yeah. To running a company, to, you know, to then going through that restructure. And that was a big one, you know, going through that restructure and winding up an, a company. Um, I never, ever want to have to do that again, to be honest. So yeah. I said, Hey, we're going to restructure, um, you know, in terms of, you know, merging companies, I'd be like running the opposite direction to be
0: fair. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not doing this again. I've uh, been there. <laughs> did, did you think, was, was it the, the communication side of things when you we have to restructure or was this just a, a flip of change way too quickly? Like what what is the biggest, I guess, the, uh, the biggest, I guess, challenges?
1: Look, it was always a good thing for the profession because yeah. um, it meant that the association could um deal with things faster and there was because there was a, a deed of agreement about who did what and there was overlap. And so when you've got that decision making is slow, getting mm. a And so it was a positive thing because you know all of the governments want to deal with one person, one yep. body, one representative. And so that it, it just made things a little bit more refined. It was the logistics around just winding up a company, you know, it's mm. it's it's a massive undertaking. Um, you know, just to get, you know, it's everything from getting all the contracts, um, it's, you know, it's dealing with lawyers, it's dealing with, you know, special meetings of the company, all that kind of stuff. Wow. And we only had a two person team. So, Mm. um, on top of just trying to actually keep the members getting their benefits and their services.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. And and how long did it take for that restructuring for that to occur?
1: Look, they, they were talking about it when I started.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay.
1: It sped up really quickly towards the end, but it was probably a good 12 to 18 months of really intensive. Um, yep. But before that it was, you know, it was framing it out, I suppose. So yep. yeah, it was, I don't remember much of that time. Well, I, I do, but you know, I try not to, because it was just big hours.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and looking back, reflecting, although it was hard, what, what do you think you gained from that sort of personality trait or skills wise from that whole situation?
1: Um, I think confidence in myself and my, my my capabilities, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, sometimes when you take out, um, you take time out of the workforce as a Mm mum. you kind of, when you go back into a workforce, you kind of question yourself a little bit. It's like, Oh, I haven't done this for ages. Oh, I don't have those skills. I've lost those skills. And, you know, I kind of had a few moments where I stopped and went, Hey, you actually sound like, you know, what you're talking about. Like Mm -hmm. um, when you have those moments where it's like, you just you learn to back yourself a bit a bit more. Um, yeah. You know, I've had to stare down the eyes of different people who are aggrieved. You know. Yeah. Are, are you certain legally that we can do that? Absolutely. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, you're going to be legally in trouble. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Yeah. Thick skin. I learned thick skin, Dom.
0: I think the the thing is the impressive thing for that as well is obviously you know. There was only a couple of you guys doing that as well. Like it, it wasn't like it was a big team of people backing you and all that kind of stuff. It was literally just you and, and potentially another person, like yep. trying to completely restructure an organization that's been around for a long period of time. Like that—that that in itself is—is you—you would have had to back yourself for that situation to occur. Yeah. <laughs> so and wow.
1: We had a fantastic board, and yeah, you know, every state was doing the same thing. So there were quite a few of us that got were going through the same thing for the same, um, you know, end results. So. Um, I guess it was sort of a shared load as well because, you know, we kind of all helped each other out. Um, it was different though because every company was different. Like, you know, the NT, as you know, the NT um, association was run a bit different to Queensland. It was run different to Victoria, for example. So.
0: good yeah. yeah, agreed. Could not agree more actually. And obviously you were there for a, a long period of time as well. Like what an incredible journey you've had, obviously being in in uh, overseas and then working for ACSA, ACA, doing the restructuring. Um somewhere along the line you embarked upon the chiropractic life journey and let's start from the very start like how, how did you find out about us and and what gave you that curiosity
1: look um adam yeah, like okay so when i when we restructured. NT came into the fold and I got to know a lot of you guys um, that, uh, <laughs> ones that didn't respond to the email. Um, oh God. Hey, you weren't alone. I don't think I heard from Lachlan Reynolds.
0: <laughs> Does not sound like something me and Lockie would be responding to? So I believe you there.
1: He did call me a couple of times. So <laughs> did he? I, oh I, God. I do like. Um, but I got to know Adam. Um, Adam kind of runs in some of the same circles as what Adam and I do. Adam and I are supporters of the ACC. You know, we <laughs> were from the start. Yep. Um, and some of our Cairo family you know, know Adam quite well. So, you know, he and I have had calls over the years, you know, and I, I also um, spent a bit of time with Mim and Sarah um, throughout yep. COVID, because I was looking for um answers for, you know, for Queensland and NT. And then it got to a point where it's like, they just, you know, would, would come and ask me and I'd flip them all the other stuff as well, you know, for the other states. Yeah. Um So I, I kind of got to know the team that way. And Adam had been saying to me for a little while, so, you know, I need you to come work for me, you know, um, you know, when are you going to come over to Cairo Life? And I was like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, you know. And and I, I just thought he was joking for quite a while, to be honest. So I just laughed it off, um, you, you know. And, I, I, yeah, as I said, just watching what you build, I, I got to know Mim, got to know Sarah. And Adam just, he, he, he seems to have a bit of a, a knack for knowing when the right moment is just to really, um, you know, uh, put the question out there. And I was having a moment. Um where I, you know, had a few things going on and I thought, okay, I think I'm done here.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: You know, what's next? And it was really funny because I had that moment one morning and that afternoon I got offered two jobs. Yeah. Um, wow. So one was with a different association. Um, and then um Adam came to me and said, I want to talk to you about current life. Mm. And I was in that mindset to listen, I suppose. Mm. Well, previously I was just like, you know, I love my job. I love working for the association, I have to say that. Like it was an amazing job. I loved um, being part of the chiro's lives and being able to, to you know, advocate for Kairos. Like some of my favorite things was actually having a seat at meetings and talking about chiropractic. Absolutely. Love it. Mm. So yeah, so he came and I had a listen and I knew that the team were lovely because I'd been dealing with Mim and Sarah quite a lot. Um, and yeah, and then I, I went, okay, right. I'm going to take a step and do this. And, Part of it was that I was looking to go from a stressful job to maybe a slightly less stressful.
2: <laughs> <job>. uh,
0: <laughs> oh, how wrong you were!
1: <laughs> Not work as many hours, um, Mackenzie, if you're listening. Uh, no, um, yeah. So I, I was, yeah, I was just in that in that right spot. He hit the sweet spot.
0: Yeah, that's uh, it's, it's always, I guess. <laughs> You know, when the time comes to an end or, well, you know, when you know it's time, I think you, you know it's time. And I think the more you try to deny it, the more it's, it's, it's just going to creep up to you. So. Um,
1: you just get unhappy when you're starting to feel a bit stale and you know, what Chiro life is building, that was exciting. You know, mm. it was an opportunity, like some of the things that I would love to see for chiropractic Adam's talking about doing. And so, you know, his vision, you know, I could, I, it resonated with me um and it excited me and some of the constraints that i had as a employee of the association in terms of how far i could go to support chiropractic and mm-hmm. the version of chiropractic that resonates with me mm-hmm. uh, they were a little bit more limited because when you're dealing with government when you're dealing with all those people you have to be a little bit more restrained and it, it's a little bit more um it, it's for all of chiropractic i suppose mm-hmm. whereas you know um as i said adam He's he he runs in the same circles as as as, as my tribe of Cairo.
0: Yeah,
2: and
1: so I'm just having the opportunity to do something exciting in that way with chiropractic. That's what kind of lit me up. So,
0: I think I, I, that resonates a lot with me because I think the, the most important thing is is um and the special feeling is is just being a part of something a lot larger than yourself. Yeah. You know, and he, he's a he's a driving force of that, and and just really just completely taking our profession into another level. And I think it's, it's incredibly exciting, and, but also equally as special to be a part of that. So I, I, I completely agree. I think that's probably why I'm, you know, we're still here and we're, we're still working for car life as well. So um, I guess the biggest thing that I wanted to delve into next is obviously the amount of characters that we have. Cause how, how many, how many people, how many chiropractors, cause you're HR obviously. So you're dealing with all the chiropractors within our four walls. How many, how many chiropractors are you actually dealing with at the moment?
1: All of them,
0: oh, and then, which is the numerical number. Oh, goodness,
1: the numerical number. You should have prepared me beforehand. <laughs> We've got looking at the last staff count. So I look at it all in, mm-hmm. with, including corporate services. We're sitting around. We're sitting somewhere around um, 110. Wow. Um, you know, obviously there's been a bit of movement, and then you know there's people that are onboarding as well.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So you know, we have. We're looking at. Nearly hitting forty practices
0: soon. Yeah, yeah, wow. Well.
1: They're in development, so a lot of people, a lot of practices,
0: mm. and, and also a very diverse group of people. Super diverse. Now, how, how do you find that? Like, how, how do you sort of going from different energies to different people, the way people are, different personalities? Like, that, that must be challenging in itself.
1: Oh, it can be, but it's so much fun, Dom. Because <laughs> it's not, not boring, yeah. um, you know, and. You know, not not that you know. Yeah, you know, I'm saying that if we all had one type of person, it'd be boring. But everyone has a different perspective and take. And I think the the thing that unites everyone is that belief in chiropractic and mm-hmm. wanting to make the world a better place. And I think that um, you know, at the heart of everyone, that's that's what their driving force is. So um, the personalities, I love the personalities. I think the bigger the personalities, <laughs> the more fun it is. Um, you know, and some of the stuff. Okay, now I've got to tell you. I, I sit in meetings sometimes and I'm like, geez, I love working for this company. <laughs> Example. So shout out to Dan. You know, can I have a horse in the practice to take some, you know, like, you know. <laughs> I like, never got asked these questions, yeah. um, you know, so bring them wonderful questions. I love those. Um Yeah.
0: You, you never know what you're gonna get. I think that's the best thing. Like I think that's 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 one of the as much as sometimes I complain about it because I'm just like, this is so odd. Like I, I just like, why? Why, we, why am I being asked these questions? Like, what is, what is all of this? And it's just like, sometimes just, you don't know what's going to get and that is extremely exciting. And it's also super funny. Like, it's yeah. so funny. Cause you're just like, I, how, how can I prepare for this question or this situation? Because I can't, there's no way wow. I can prepare for that. It's so weird. But you
1: can enjoy working your way through it. Like, like sometimes you go, Oh my goodness, you know, but then it's just like you get to the other side of some of the situations and you think, geez, that was a ride, but it was so much fun because it was different. Mm. Um, Look, I I think that one of the strengths of the companies, we have so many different personalities and different people and everyone brings different skills and and different attributes, Uh, you know, and and like I love Friday nights, Friday night lives, you know, when we do like there's a bit of banter that goes Mm. on. I love that Ollie's a practical joker, Mm. you know, I love um, Elise uh, and she won't like me saying it, but, you know, and, and, and her, um, her notes that she does for people, <laughs> um, you know, I, I just, you know, I love that, you know, Dan is asking about horses. Mm. Uh, it, it's just, yeah, it's such a great mix of people. Like it's just.
0: Yeah. I, I love the fact that you can be who you are and as genuine as you can and as authentic as you can and you still get accepted. Yes. Yeah, and I think that that, that is very special because, you know, you, you obviously know me for a number of months now. I don't really take myself that seriously. <laughs> but I, I I think there is an opportunity for people that we're on board. It, it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from, whatever it is, as long as you share that belief of loving on people and, and, and seeing chiropractic as it is, Um, I think, I think we'll all get along really well. Yeah, and I
1: think that, you know, we don't have anyone that's just like – Super, super hard work, if you know what I mean. Like, mm. you get some people that just, you know, you don't gel with. I don't have anyone on the team, I don't think that, um, you know, that is like that at all. So, mm. I think that's a massive achievement in a company this size because usually you come across someone, I'm trying not to use bad words because I'm HR. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not someone who you're just going, hmm, yeah, you're a bit funny.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's
1: not the word I was going to use, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and so, you know, just, just to not have that, um, you know, it's quite miraculous in a company this size. So, you know, maybe now that I've said it, it'll come, but I don't want it to. So let's just put it out there.
0: <laughs> I, I think you're definitely right though. I think, I think most of uh, of the, the the things that we should be definitely proud of, especially the last couple of years is definitely the the characters that we have within our company and how much it really unites us. You know, we, <laughs> we should, we should, you know, we should be celebrating the fact that we all have the same visionary sort of mindset and and, and about chiropractic, but we sh- should also really be celebrating our differences as well because, I've learned so many things from so many different peoples who 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 are just so different from me, if that makes sense. Like they're so different, but I, I still get to learn their personality, try and use that or learn something new about this and that. And I think that's that's a really good way of building culture.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that as a good part of this company is the the learning environment, you know, like mm. stuff like Adam loves to learn and just at that culture of learning. Um, is something that's fantastic for everyone that's in you know, it. You know, I often have conversations with some of the chiros and I know that if they've come here straight from university or straight from another job, you know, and they've only maybe worked in one other location, it's like understanding how good some of the support is. Mm. So when I compare it to some of the phone calls that I used to get at the ACA, you know, having marketing support, like so mm. many people are trying to navigate that
2: mm.
1: chiropractic world. know because the regulations are so tight um you know because it costs a bundle uh Mm. and trying to navigate who's a good you know who's a good um person to use you know having people to support you know the hr side of things having people to support mandates and rules and regulations uh you you know it's just you know and then having access to that i mean we're in the middle of building a learning platform as you know and so just having that is going to be amazing Mm. just you know, having all those resources, you know, the training team supporting training. So the CAs are trained, you know, it's just, yeah, there's just plus, plus, plus. And I think, uh, I think when you've worked in Cairo for a while and you've seen a bit, you kind of go, okay, perspective is,
0: this yeah. is like, Yeah. It's always a perspective check as well, especially talking to someone like yourself or anyone in corporate services is that you, you sometimes forget how much gets done in the background for you. You know, you forget that. And, and I, I honestly believe that none of that would be possible without you guys and without the the hard work behind the scenes, because I think it's, it, it's, it's a team working together to try to find the, the, the same outcome and everyone has their roles. And I'd like to think that everyone's doing a really, really outstanding job, you know, yeah. and, um, and the, the 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 best thing about it is that the the support not only about chiropractic and within the practice but the support emotionally between each other as well there's always going to be someone who's willing to help or put their hand up and be like yeah look i, I might not know but i'll find out i'll find it out for you yeah you know contact right. this person or go see this person you know go see lizzie if you want to you know jazz up your social media and i think that's that's a really awesome resources like that's just like a recipe for success yeah
1: it is you know and i i think that um just getting people to tap into it more is is what our challenge is, Dom. You know, so hopefully, if people are listening, you know, just tap into the resources that are there. Uh, you know, the marketing, the training team. You know, if things aren't 100 how you want them to be, you know, with your team in practice, you know, reach out to Sarah Allen and, mm. and have a conversation. You know, if you want to tweak your marketing, reach out to Lizzie, to Steph, you know, to Kate. Yeah, if, if you're wanting some, you know, some support because you don't know how to navigate some stuff, reach out to me. If you're having a meltdown, you know, reach out to me. Like, you mm, know, mm. I, said to, I said to Dom earlier, my phone is always glued to my
2: ear.
1: <laughs> so, you know, sometimes I am hard to get a hold of because um, <laughs> I am usually on the phone. But, you know, if I can't call back, I'll make sure that someone does. And, you know, I always try and get back. So, yeah, it's just I think it's accessing the supports that are there.
0: Yeah, and and just being more aware of what's that, what's there. You know, I I honestly look. I think there's going to have to be induction courses for chiropractic life very shortly. You know, because sorry, oh you guys do. Sorry, that shows how much I know. (laughs) But but it's that's as impressive as it is. Just being able to be like, hey, look, whatever it is you need or everything is you want, it's worth asking for because somewhere along the line, if we don't have the answers we should have the answers for that. And maybe that's an opportunity for another section of life to be, you know, developed. Yep. If that makes sense. If we're getting the same questions all the time and we don't have the answers for it, we will find out and we'll make it happen. And I think that's that's also extremely exciting looking down five, 10 years down the track.
2: Yeah,
1: I think that the fact that we're solutions focused is, you know, is probably one of the, the things that I love mm. um, most about the team. Um, and we are doing a who's who in the zoo. That's what I'm calling it. I don't mm. think that's what, um but you know who's who in the zoo who do you go to for different things
0: so yeah you'll
1: we'll call it that i don't know because you know everyone's got a decent sense of humor so
0: mm. how, how exciting is it to like i wanted to ask this as well how exciting is it to see chiropractors doing not just chiropractic things and actually contributing to the company but for example yeah we got um you know the mentors doing the mentoring for the mentees Michael Harney, who is a chiropractor, but now in charge of onboarding and talking to new graduates, me doing the podcast and all that kind of stuff. Like how, how exciting do you think that is and, and how much of, of a big role do you think that is for the company?
1: Uh, look, I, I love it. And some of the conversations I've been having recently with kairos is, you know, what are your aspirations outside of chiropractic? Do you have any, like some people want to be a chiropractor. They want to focus on that. And that's, that's completely fine. Other people have aspirations, they might want to do some talking and, and education. You know, they may want to, um, you know, Alex Rodwell is a good example. Mm, big time. He's working so hard on the digital platform with um, Adam Smith. So, yeah. you know, uh, it's just I, I guess one of the beautiful things about Chira life is that there's opportunities to grow into some of those roles. Big time. Uh, and, you know, I think for Chiros in particular, just to have that that place to be able to um you know, to be who they are, as you said before, but also just to develop those skills as well, yeah. uh, you know, I think it's a massive thing. And, and for the SANS too, we're trying to create some pathways for our CAs as well because that's yeah. really, you know, so, you know, pathways into, um, you know, the training team, for mm. example, other roles in the company because corporate services is quite large. So we've had some of our CAs that have gone in, you know, to finance, that have gone into the admin mm. side, HR, you know. So, yeah, I think just having that those opportunities, very important, very
0: valuable. I mean, look at Mim, for example. <laughs> she was a <laughs> CA. <laughs> like, is, is this crazy? Like, I, I mean, I'm not laughing because it, she's a CA. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking how actually crazy it is for her to be a CA starting out and now she's actually, you know, the COO. Like, yeah. I think mean, that's just a, 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 a land of opportunity if I haven't seen one, if that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. and oh,
1: CA through to, you know. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Like, it's just... there's such a platform for you to reach whatever it is. And it can go both ways. Yeah. There's things that you're good as you want to capitalize on. There's an opportunity for you there. There's a, there's a room for you. If you, if you're feeling like you're not really good at those skills, but actually care enough to build those skills, there's an opportunity for you there too, which I think it's a perfect growth for for someone who wants to have a growth mindset or actually really develop their skills and be successful. I think the platform's there. Yeah. And
1: look, I, I actually really enjoy seeing, you know, like particularly as of late, the chiropractors stretching themselves, you know, because we are rolling out the marketing program, which has been fabulous. The girls have been mm. job and, you know, so many of the teams are engaging, but just to watch some of the chiro step out of their comfort zone in that area um, and do an amazing job. Like, you know, I, I, I'm just amazed every time the girls are reporting back about, and I, sorry, I shouldn't say girls, I should say ladies, every time the ladies are reporting from the marketing team, um, you know, about, you know, about who's engaged and who's doing what um, and just watching the chat. Cause I get to watch a lot of the chats. Um, mm. you know, and so it's just great to see that energy and momentum and people just, just embracing it and getting it done. So, mm. yeah, I don't know about you, Dom, but like, I just feel like some of our Kyra team, they're just stepping up this year. Like they're just, it's like they've just taken a real step up.
0: I think so. And I think the biggest thing about it as well is that yes, COVID was tough. Um, yes, it was, it was, you know, it, it, some, sometimes it made it really hard to be in practice and sometimes it made it really hard to be a chiropractor or just mainly be a human. <laughs> but I think the fact that you gain so much from that resilience and, and bounce back and now it's just like, well, you know what? The things can't get any worse. So who cares? Let's just do it. <laughs> and, and it turns out all to be great. You know, we've got people like I've heard from multiple people how great the marketing team has been. Yeah. Like yeah. the how, how, and from both ways. Yeah. From the marketing team uh, working with the cars and also the chiros telling me how awesome it is to work with the marketing team. It's from, from both ways. And I think that as a team is a, is a big win because, you know, naturally chiropractors, we're not very marketing savvy. We don't like doing that kind of stuff, external stuff, you know? So it's, it's good to see that the support is there and there's things put in place to really help people reach. Look, I think that um, one of the things
1: that I also love is, that there are so many people that are celebrating your wins.
2: Mm. Um, as
1: well. Like, I guess one of the things that we haven't covered, Dom, is that, you know, in terms of the senior associates, the mentors, um, that we have irregular catch-ups and, mm. you know, we focus on the chiropractors in those in those catch-ups, you know, what's going on, how can we support and, you know, where can we celebrate as well? And it's mm. one of the things that I love most and I'm looking forward, you know, now that we've got cultural rewards happening um, you know, we're looking at how we can celebrate people's achievements a bit more as well. Um, I'm all about that because it's not only just supporting people when they're having moments and they're mm. having to go through things, but it's also about celebrating the wins because there's been lots of wins. You know, yeah. it may be I'm seeing 250, but it, it may be, hey, you know, my book dropped and now I'm, you know, doing yeah. all the marketing, which is outside of my comfort zone and mm. look at growing again. You know, so it's just,
2: yeah, I think yeah. that we
1: you know celebration and you know I, I guess maybe one of the things that we don't tell the carers enough is that you know in the background we are celebrating those wins we mm. are those things mm. uh, and maybe we need to think of a way to to let them know that we we see it um you
0: know we see i think there's a the the one of the other things as well is that it's really hard to have that sort of interpersonal relationship where you're not in the one office you know we're not we're not just, you're not just sitting next to me for lunch every day, or, you know, we're not just driving into the car park and parking and waving it to each other. You know, that, that kind of stuff, that personal face-to-face contact is actually really important in terms of gaining relationships, but it's not the only way. And I think one of the things that really celebrate about is like doing things like this, you know, yes, I've never actually seen you in the flesh, (laughs) But we get to sit down and have a chat about it for an hour about your journey and where you where we are now, where we're going to be in the future. Or we get to have cultural awards or Zoom meetings and stuff. And even in that way, we're able to have that 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 sort of connection. I think it's a very, very impressive but special thing. Yeah, I do.
1: And you know, we haven't met in the person because you didn't come to that seminar, Dom. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> because everyone gives you a hard time about attending seminars.
0: Oh class. man, that's not gonna change, is it? It's be <laughs> no, no.
1: But that's that's no, no, Okay. We'll be in the same room. I'm looking forward to now yeah. the sem- wrap, like a happening again. And, you know, sure. I know that previously you guys as a team have done stuff together. And so I'm looking forward to that day when you know, we can all be in a room and we can have, you know, we can have a drink and a chat. And
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. And, uh, there's so much, there's so many things to be excited about. And that's, that's a great way into transitioning into my next sort of thing that I want to sort of talk about is that, you know, you're a part of so many things that are changing and, and part of so many changes that happen in ideas of Adam McKenzie and putting that to place in structures and procedures. But where do you sort of see the company in two, three years time or five years time? Do you think?
2: Look,
1: um, total domination. Um, no, uh, look, I certainly the company is going to grow. That's, that's our plan, you know, is to, is to grow the company. Um, you know, I see us. you know, some of the things that we're working on having a, a really strong position in terms of um, caring for the profession and the educational aspects of the profession. You know, some of the stuff that we're putting into place, um, you know, is to is to help fill some of the gaps that we know that are out there um, because there's so many chiropractors that graduate and they go into jobs. You know, like I, I've talked to guys who... They're working second and third jobs just to put food on the table. You know, one of the practices that um, I was involved with at one point. You know, we had one of the carers who was working as a cleaner, and but still working six days a week in practice because Cairo wasn't paying the the bills. You know, so mm. sometimes that um, the mentoring, the training, you know, it's it ends when they finish university, and they come from a very institutional environment that's you know that is very structured and very controlled and so just some of the stuff we're doing in that space that's probably one of the things that excites me that's why i'm focusing on that it excites me that we're going to be um you know building out some uh, mechanisms so that people can access you know and obviously we'd love them to come and work for us as well i'm just Mm. going to say that but um yeah that excites me i mean adam's got heaps of plans um and you know the 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 team that's being built. You know we've been doing this um, this thing called EOS, um, which is basically an operating system. Uh, and we've been putting a lot of structure into place. And we've got these lofty goals that we're that we're heading for. You know, which includes expansion. It includes other other sort of streams of things like our training, mm. you know, the marketing, um, and you know, really beefing up the support that we provide our people um, mm. in all areas. So where do I see us all over Australia? So mm. perhaps even the world, uh, yep. I would put it past Adam to, you know, pull that one out. And then all of a sudden we have a practice, you know, somewhere overseas, you know, or mm. that. I would put my hand up to go and help me set up. Yeah. Um, Don, we can go together.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, we'd have an amazing time. I think so up.
0: too. I think, I think we would actually. Um, put it out
1: there. Um, yeah, out the just put the feels yeah. out there. Go internationally, Adam,
0: if you're listening. Go <laughs> yeah. internationally, bro. Go
1: internationally, and the yeah. injury will be on the advanced. Yeah, crew. that's
0: right, right there.
1: Uh, yeah, not self-serving at all, are we? No. <laughs> um, yeah, and look, I, I, I just see the growth. You know, I think that, um, you know, Adam's got a real heart for regional spaces, and I love that too. So, you know, seeing our regional communities serviced, I think that that's going to be, you know, somewhere where we expand as well. Um, I'd love to see some research done within the company. That's mm. just a dream. Um, mm. the chiropractic, just, you know, we need research and to have such a large group, um, you know, let's utilise that. That's something that I'd like to see.
0: It's be um, exciting, very exciting. And I think <laughs> I think it's great to, to hear you sort of speak about the future of chiropractic life like that, you know, even after only being with us since October. You know, I think that's a, it's a really, uh, it's a big reflection of who you are, Linda, you know. Um, and also an amazing story to hear about, you know, you, you wanted to step into the office just to get away from the kids and being outside the house and to and to pretty much running the place in a regional manager. So, you know, from what I've gathered in terms of what you tell me, you do everything with heart. And if you're gonna do something, you're gonna do it with a a a lot of um a lot of work and a lot of commitment. So we we thank you for that. And I think in five years' time, no matter what we do, I, I just hope that you're still with us and you're still doing some some pretty amazing things for us. So thank you so much, Linda. No, anytime
1: it's it's okay. <laughs> Look, it's always been my favourite thing is supporting chiropractors because I believe in what you do so mm. much. I've experienced it. I've lived it. It made mm. it a difference to my life. And just to, and you know, being in practice, seeing lives changed, literally. Like we had a walking stick wall, Dom, in mm. our practice. People would leave their walking sticks behind. Mm. You know, it, it, when you see stuff like that, you know, sometimes you can't explain what it is that's happened, you know. Mm. Ladies that start sleeping full hours, that are having mm. pooed, and they're filling their nappies, you know. Mm. Um, you know, people who are able to, you know, you know, to move in ways and live, you know, live their life in ways that they weren't able to before and play sport again, you
2: mm-hmm.
1: know. I just, anything that I can do to support that without having to be a chiropractor um, myself because I'm not going back to uni for another five years. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do an MBA at the moment and I'm kind
2: of trying to find
1: um So, yeah, anything I can do to support that dream and that vision and, you know, to support the chiros practically, that's where I'm at. So, you know, make sure you access me. Um,
2: hmm.
1: You know, that's probably the biggest message because I do genuinely care about chiros. Um, I care about chiropractic and I care about the, the team members here. So yeah. And it that shows.
0: Cool. It definitely yeah. shows, Linda. Definitely shows. No.
1: I also say some people get scared when I call because I they think they're in trouble. I need to address that in this podcast. It, it, I it, it's, call. <laughs>
0: i, I I don't know what that is. Hey. It's, it's kind of like when Judy calls or Judy sends me a message. I just feel like she's telling me off about something. I'm like, Oh no, what, what have I done now? <laughs> so I don't know what it is, but it's definitely something it clear the air, clear the air. Okay? Nothing to be worried about when they, uh, when they call you, unless you're Judy, then maybe you are like get a bit scared, but. look,
1: We have to be honest, maybe 99% of the times it's not a, it's not a, you know, <laughs> you're in trouble call. One mm. percent of the time it might be, but yeah. I'm really lovely, you know. And if I have to say to you, wear your mask in practice. I'll say it really nicely. I that's won't. Right. I won't be mean. And just remember,
0: um, you didn't make the rules.
1: I did make the rules. <laughs> the messenger. Um, yeah, that's right. of doom, whatever you want to call me. Um, but yeah.
0: It's time for our special segment called Something Spicy, where we ask some random rapid-fire questions to our guests. And they have to answer the first thing that comes to their head. Will they be able to handle the heat? Let's find out. Here we go. First question. Alcoholic beverage of your choice would be? Mojito. Mojitos. Righto. You do live in Queensland, quite tropical.
1: Or daiquiri. Oh, daiquiri.
0: Here we go. More tropical things. Okay. So you definitely like the warm climate.
1: And sweet drinks. Yes. Sweet
0: drinks. Okay. Sorry. Nothing to do with the climate. Just the sugary. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Um, Favorite part of the day. Nighttime, nighttime, right? Okay, okay, that's good. Um, currently, mm-hmm. favorite genre of music? Oh, you know what? I like boy bands. Oh, okay, um, classic ones, new ones, or what about the 90s kind of boy bands? 90s boy bands,
1: mm-hmm. you know, backstreet boy, oh,
0: early 2000s, uh, right? Uh, yeah, my- okay.
1: Well, see, I was I was a child of the '90s, Um, so a lot of them were around when I was finishing up high school.
0: So yeah, okay. I'm a, I'm a boy okay. band it's a big one. Um, yeah, actually, um, what's it called? Bloody, what's that UK one? Take that. They, Take they, they that. were they were pretty good. Yeah.
1: Can I say I've been to three Take That concerts? Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was, right but, up. Yeah, U2. Been to a few U2
0: concerts. U2 once too. Okay, U2 was I good. Yeah. Music. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So boy bands, like them. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um what is worth spending more money on? Books. Books. <laughs> okay. Okay. In terms of the knowledge or the hard copy, soft copy, because, you know, the soft copy sometimes can get destroyed. No, what do you reckon?
1: I like stories. I've been known. Actually, I am known. I like romantic thrillers, you know. Okay. Okay. I'm all about the dramas and the romance novels. So, um, please romantic don't think-
0: thrillers, gosh.
1: I, Again, I'm a bit eclectic. I like everything from sort of, you know, like I'm currently reading Michelle Obama's um, book, and I um, then I've also got a couple of romance novels on the go. So and and you know my MBA stuff. So yeah,
0: yeah. righto, you're a reader. That's what you're trying to say. I'm yeah, a
1: reader. that's my yeah. downtime.
0: Yeah, okay, gotcha. So when was the last? What was the last craft you made? <sighs>
2: Goodness gracious! Well, I'm a mum, so it probably would have been some sort of costume for something, like a costume <laughs> or something.
1: I, 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 look, I've made some pretty good Jedi capes in my time. Very uh, nice. Yeah, usually it's things like oh, I like to sew when I can, so okay. it's just, yep. you know, housey kind of things for sewing. I'm trying sure. to think what it was
0: these questions are revealing a lot that's a really good way to segment out of this so thank you so much for your time, linda i I know you've got a million things on at the moment and what a way to sort of finish it with some burning question or something spicy and thank you for your time the work that you do for us and like i was saying um we've got a lot of goals for the next five years and next five ten years and um we hope that you, you you're a part of that thank you thank you for having me no james all right thanks for listening to today's podcast If you're curious and engaged in what we do and want to find out a little bit more, please leave a comment, add us on social, or you can find us on chiropracticlife.com.au. We can't wait to hear from you.